Wesley, good evening and welcome. Good evening, Abong. I'm very grateful to have this opportunity to share this platform with you. Yeah, Looking yeah. forward to share some interesting insights about this. Definitely, man. Always a pleasure catching up with you. Wesley, let's maybe start off here. Uh, I'm quite interested in uh, some of the technology we've seen used elsewhere across the world to try and uh, track and trace uh, contacts that have been found to be positive uh, and the mm. role that mobile technology has played in that. Yeah, I know. So there are a couple of countries that uh, have used technology. So uh, China is one of them. And we know China is uh, is, is actually the epicenter, at least of this epidemic, if you want. Um, Israel as well has used technology extensively essentially to identify those that have, uh, you know, been affected by this uh, disease, and also to check to what extent have they been in contact with with other people. So you ask uh, what kind of technology. I think we know now that the the, the president has mentioned that mobile technologies will be utilized. Mm. We don't know yet how, in what way, but there are a couple of options that the government has. Yeah, let's talk about that. But we know, yeah, yeah, so... Uh, one one thing we know is that uh, most uh, mobile phones, if not all, have the GPS capability. In other words, uh, they can, you know, where you are, we, you can be seen. In other words, the telecommunications companies can can have an ability or capability to see where you are. Now, that's very important for this particular, um, you know, situation that we have because we need to, or it is the need to identify who has been in contact with who. Mm. So mobile te- phones themselves have that capability, but we know that in other parts of the world, uh, apps have been developed. Obviously, these apps would use the GPS technology itself, but the apps in themselves, over and above the GPS, they are then they then have the ability to collect information from citizens themselves. So in, in some instances, citizens can report themselves uh, the, 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 the challenges that they're experiencing or their health condition over and above knowing where they are. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah. for us here, I mean, uh, I can already see, you know, the, the issue of GPS uh, mm. location tagging and how, uh, what impact that could potentially have. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, how do you make sure that once you do the door-to-door testing that uh, the Minister of Health has suggested, community and auxiliary health workers going into people's homes. How do you make sure that we capture that data in real time and ensure that we don't have any mishaps when it comes to that? I mean, you wouldn't want a situation where, uh, you know, one's neighbor is negative and they are told that they're positive and you are told you are negative uh, when you are positive. And then, you know, a month down the line, you see uh, the fatalities happening on the other side. Yeah. So I must just say that... uh, you know, the, to compare ourselves to other countries is a bit of a, a challenge for me because, you know what, in South Africa, our context is a bit different. Mm-hmm. In other words, um, in, in, in most parts of the world where technology has been utilized, uh, most people there use smartphones. And in South Africa, yes, most, some of our citizens have smartphones, but some of them use feature phones. So I know that in China, for instance, WeChat and Alipay has been used uh, to to, to, to identify or at least as part of a tool in, in this process. Now, you know, WeChat and, and, and this, it was used in an app. I'm not sure to what extent it would be used as a feature in feature phones to, 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 to actually enable the same thing. I know there are some elements of it that can, but apps themselves are more effective. Mm. So you ask um, the door-to-door campaign. So Obviously, you know, there is some way that that information can be collected. But where where I see this becoming a useful tool is to be able to, or at least how 
at least in, in Israel, they, they envisaged using it, or how they approached this, is that they were able to detect who has been in contact with who. Mm. So, because that's where the challenge is, is that, you, you know, if I say I, uh, I'm experiencing uh, something that is closer to this, if I'm proven positive, then it's difficult to know who else has been in contact yes, with me. Yes. So the, 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 the mobile phone data is able to pick up who else has been in contact with you. And those people can then be sent um, messages that they need to self-quarantine because they've been in contact with this mm. particular mobile phone. Hasn't that hit up against some privacy thing? issues? I mean, I, I know, Wesley, we, we are at a point where there's been a suspension of civil liberties um, yeah. you know, as we try and respond to this issue. But it does yeah. raise some issues around privacy. I mean, uh, we know the antics of many yeah. major tech companies here. Uh, yep. You know, in what some people are starting to call surveillance capitalism, where yeah. you know they've been able to yeah. use the ability to track what you're doing with your phone, at what point, where you are yep. geographically. And yes, it might be helpful now, but I guess the big fear is what kind of safeguards do we put into place uh, yeah. to to make sure that you know the the open gates that we've given to these tech players uh, doesn't mm. become a perpetual one um, against our own privacy rights. Exactly. You know, you've, you, you, you've hit the nail on the head there. That is exactly the, the challenge that I also uh, uh, foresee with this. So this is a, a classic example of a situation where the technology offers us some benefit, mm. but also has major risks. And a scenario that I foresee that, and, I, and even in part where this is in applied, is that, yes, technology has all these capabilities to do these things. It can help us achieve some some measure of benefit, if you want, uh, to, to identify those that need to self-isolate. However, beyond the lockdown, beyond COVID-19, um, you have a situation where some of these uh, measures could still be applied for a completely different purpose. So you may have a government currently that is caring, that takes care of the citizens, mm. but if a different government comes in, that uh, you may use the similar technology for a completely different reason. So, so here we have to, I think, there's a need to strike a balance. In other words, um, you know, there are a couple of options as I've indicated. One option is to completely know exactly what citizens are doing. In other words, where they are. The other one is to give citizens the power to be the ones who are self-reporting, to 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 be the, because that's also a possibility for people to indicate that this is who I am, this is what has happened to me, mm. and, and, and that also can, can work. So, and also maybe some, 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 some legislations that need to be put in place to ensure that there is, um, you know, an ability to, to, to cut this once the period is over. And mm. once again, the, the possibility of that, we, we, we can't really know. Yeah. But you're right, I think that there is a risk that uh, this can become a major, major issue beyond this period in, in as far as, you know, abusing um, 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 privacy or mm-hmm. uh, people's mm-hmm. data. So just another point that I want to on this is that what what is strange for me, and, I, and, and I'm probably missing some information here, I know that in other parts of the world, uh, tech companies have been in consultation with government around, you know, enabling something like this because they can by the way there are mm. lots of i mean the app in your phone can track you yeah yeah, yeah. You know, i mean all of those requests you know for cookies yeah. and all of that kind of stuff yeah. can effectively track yeah. me track you know uh, uh, who's on my contacts yeah. list and all of that kind of yeah. stuff 
but there's a need to, for, for, for this company to consult properly to, for, for us to give them that permission. And also in the process of giving them permission and say, this is where you stop in as far as this. Like for instance, we can say, you can do it up until a certain point in time, or even govern themselves, they put those measures in place to say, this is how far it can be done. Mm. Um, however, I haven't had something of that nature sure. in our context. In other words, there's, I haven't heard that there's some consultation between either telecoms or the tech companies. I'm sure they will clarify, and I'm sure government yeah. will also clarify. I think, I think it the might point be- is might be a perfect opportunity to uh, maybe speak to the folk at the information regulator because I, I, I do yeah. think that, that, that that's going to be a very, very important part of, um, you know, exactly. of, uh, of, of how we make sure that people are, uh, you know, their fears are allayed when it comes to the use of their private information uh, for reasons exactly. beyond this COVID-19 crisis. But uh, Wesley, always a pleasure catching up with you, my brother. We'll have to leave it there, unfortunately. Thank you, but uh, thank you very much for your time. The pleasure is mine. Thank you, sir. Awesome.